Uh, well, Kahut Publications, K-E-H-O-T, Kahut Publications, the Kahut Publications Society, has a brand new Tehillim, a brand new book of Psalms that's been released. It's a book of Psalms with commentary from the Talmud, Midrash, Kabbalah, classic commentators, and the Hasidic masters. It was compiled by Rabbi Yosef Marcus. Rabbi Marcus joins us live from California on this Thursday morning broadcast. Rabbi Yosef Marcus, welcome to JM in the AM. Thank you, Nachum. It's an honor. I appreciate that. There are so many Tehillims out there. Obviously, there's only one Tehillim, but you know what I mean. There are so many publications that have gone ahead and been commentaries and have uh, afforded people to uh, really understand Tehillim. What is unique about this brand new one? What is unique? Great question. So I think, uh, first of all, there's there's a feature that we have in the Tillim where we point out Sukkim uh, uh, in the Tillim that, that teach us some halacha Ooh. or a minhag, or um, even if it doesn't teach us a particular halacha or minhag, but there's a custom about this epistle, this psalm, or this verse. For example, um, we have the Yom Tavim that are next coming up will be Rosh Hashanah, Yom Kippur, etc. So you have the, the psalm that you say before blowing the shofar, Psalm 40, 47. So we talk about the halachic aspect or the minhag aspect of it, or Yom Kippur. Before Kol Nidra, you say, Pasuk or Zerul Atzadik, which you also say on Friday night. Why do we say that right before Kol Nidra? What's the deeper meaning? Um, or by Sukkis, you have a Pasuk, Oz Yiranu Kolati Yar, yeah, which we also say on Friday night, interestingly, uh, then all of the trees of the forest will sing. That's actually an allusion to the Dalad Minim, the four species that we take on, on Sukkot. Um, two of them are, are um, fruit-bearing trees, palm tree and the Esrog, and Kol are all of the trees of the forest, include non-fruit-bearing trees, which is the willow and the myrtle, and they will sing. That's the when you you shuckle your your you shake your lulav, and you have to make a little bit of a rustling sound. That's hinted to according to the lavush by this pasuk Azirano Palatiar. And so throughout the tilim, wherever there was something that had to do with halacha, I made a, a separate feature called Psalms in Practice. Well, you've already so, you've already sold me on this. That's a I'm looking at it right <laughs> now. That that's a great feature. That's a wonderful feature. I don't think it's been done before. I don't think so. No. And then on the other side of it, from the from the very practical to the very mystical, um, is the Hasidic aspect of it. I don't think there's been a, a collection of Hasidic thought on Tehillim ever published, certainly in English, and I don't think even in Hebrew. Meaning how, Hasid, meaning how Hasidic masters viewed, viewed uh, uh, chapters and verse of Tehillim? Exactly, exactly. And most of it is Chabad Hasidic, going all the way back to the first Chabad Rebbe, Alter Rebbe, all the way to to the current to the Rebbe um, that everyone knows. And interesting today is uh, the twelfth of Tammuz, right? Which is the day that uh, the Rebbe's father-in-law, Rabbi Yosef Yitzchak, was freed from prison in 1927 in Soviet Russia. Yudbeis Tammuz. Yudbeis Tammuz, a very special day on the Chabad calendar. We don't say Tachnun. Um, so if you want Chaparain, if you didn't daven yet, go to Chabad Shul. <laughs> <laughs> or, or or save it for mincha. <laughs> exactly one of the one of the great pleasures of being a from Jew when you get to skip Tachnun. By the way, um, by the way, that's a chapter of Psalms Tachnun. Yes, yeah. Do you do you expound on that aspect of it when you get to that chapter uh, in your book in the Tehillim book? Yes, 
yes, we talk about the, the minig, the different minhagim, those who say it, those who don't say it, the results minig. And, um, yes, it's, uh, that, for me, that was one of the most interesting aspects of it. But the, the Rabbi Yosef Yitzchak, he was the sixth Chabad Rabbi, he was very into uh, saying to him, and he established a few customs that we keep till this day. Uh, one of them is to um, to say to him every day, according to the day of the month. So every right. 30 days, you're, you're finishing the whole tilim, and he, right. he really wanted that every shul would do that. Another custom is comes from the Baal Shem Tov, which is to say your capital every day, meaning right. the, whatever age you are. Nachum, you're probably, what are you, 23, 24? Right, so because my, because my my next birthday will be 24, I would say Chafdalot every day. Uh, exactly, right. exactly. And then the, the additional minute is to study your capital on your... On your birthday. So right. when I was writing this uh, this commentary, uh, this commentary, by the way, is 608 pages, I believe. It's a huge book. Uh, it's a little deceptive because it's a 93, you know, there's an A and B side, so it looks like there's 300 pages, but really 600 pages. Right. And I thought, who's going to read through this? And uh, I thought, at least on people's birthday, they could take it out and read, learn their capital with the various commentaries. So it goes all the way back to, um, you know, of course, the shot. Rashi, Mitsudas, Radak, etc., and then it has all of these other features. So it's a, it gives you a very full picture of the breadth of, of commentary. A, a couple of Rabbi Yosef Marcus is with us. Kahut Publication Society has a brand new Tehillim. It, it is remarkable, and uh, I, the reason I say it like that is because I love when I see a Tehillim that it's not just you know what others have done in the past. This is obviously unique and, and a, a a brand new. Um, addition to the collection of Tehillim out there. But what's, what's with the pages, though? To me, it looks like it's out of order. It goes, for instance, from 203B to 203A. Why is it Why is it done that way? Well, you always have the problem when you have a Hebrew-English book. There's different styles of doing it when you, you know, with the... You, you're on the one hand, you're reading right to left. Right. But on the other hand, you're reading English. So for me, it's always confusing... When you go from the right side of the page, and then you have to go to the left side of the page. Ah, so you start so, the psalm on the left side. I get it. Meaning the psalm in English, the commentary, you start on the left side. Exactly. And ah, so that's another way of doing it, but then it. you'll have the pages are confusing. Oh. So what I, I did is I changed the pages, so that when you look at the pages, you'll see how to read and how to do it. See, now it makes sense to me. I like it. I, now that you've explained <laughs> it, now it makes sense to me. All right, so on the birthday issue, you've never met somebody who says Psalm 130 every day, right? That you've never you've never heard of. I have not. <laughs> I, no. <laughs> if it would happen, I'd like to know about it, please. <laughs> yeah, so what, ha- what happens when you turn 150? I guess you start over from the beginning. Oh, that's right. For for your 151st year, I guess you'd have to go to Perak Aleph of Tehillim. Yeah, but but on a serious note, uh-huh. um, the 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 psalm continues after life, life after life, and and uh, and the the psalm that's connected to that soul, um, perhaps they're studying that psalm in, in uh, Shemaim. No question about that. Why do you think that Tehillim is the go-to in Jewish tradition in times of crisis? Someone's ill. People are outside the hospital room saying Tehillim. Uh, there's a, God forbid, a, a what we call a matzav in Israel. You know, shuls around the world gather not only to say the traditional Tehillim that they might say on a regular basis for those who are ill in the, in the community, but they will, you know, add on additional Tehillim to say after tefillah. Why is Tehillim, of all the books of Tanakh, the go-to in those situations? Well, there's something unique about uh, Tehillim in that it's, it's uh, both part of the Torah, but it's also a considered a prayer. So these are the two 
two aspects of being a Jew is uh, is the intellectual side and also the heart side, and of course the practice. But from on the inner life of a, of a, of a human being, you have the, the emotional and the intellectual, and the Tehillim actually has both of those things. And so from all of Tanakh, it is the, the prayers. The Medrash says that from the beginning of creation, Hashem assigned a unique role for every individual. Abram, for example, he was destined to be the first person who would ever have a bris milah. Right. Uh, Moshe Rabbeinu, he was destined to be the first of the Nevi'im. In other words, he had a special connection with Nevuah, with prophecy. And the Medrash says, David HaMelech, he was destined to be the first of the singers of, uh, uh, of singing to, to Hashem. And, and David HaMelech, he was a very unique person. Um, he's compared to Moshe Rabbeinu. Um, the Medrash uh, says that, that uh, everything that, that Moshe Rabbeinu did, David HaMelech did the same. Uh, Moshe gave the Torah to the Jewish people. David strengthened the Torah in his time. Both were born, this is very interesting, we know there are four people who who never sinned, and the only reason they died was because of the sin of Adam and because of the snake. Two of those, Amram and Yishai, these are the fathers of Moshe Rabbeinu and David HaMelech. Wow. Uh, they both passed away on Shabbos. Right. They both passed away on the same day they were born, and both were shepherds. Uh, both are called by Hashem, Abdi, my servant, my servant Moshe, Abdi Moshe, Abdi David. So David was a unique a tzaddik, and he had a particular connection to composing and singing to Hashem, and therefore in times, and so the, the Tillam has kind of like a, oh, yeah, I don't want to use the word magical, but a, a, a very special power, um, what, what the what the, the Gedolim of all the generations have said about the Tillam are, are unbelievable. I mean, you read what they said, that, you know, if you, if you knew, if you knew the power of Tillam, one tzaddik said, "You would, you wouldn't stop. St- you wouldn't stop saying it. You would just be saying it all the time." Right. The uh, brand, the brand new Tehillim comes from the Kahat Publication Society. It's the publishing division of the worldwide Chabad Lubavitch movement, the largest not-for-profit translator, publisher, and distributor of Jewish literature, Hasidic texts, and children's titles in the world. In addition to the Tehillim, which is the uh, uh, the project of the Kahat Publication Society, and um, uh, compiled by Rabbi Yosef Marcus. You can go to kahut.com and browse thousands of additional titles, K-E-H-O-T.com, K-E-H-O-T.com. Right, Marcus, the Tehillim is amazing. Um, not that you need my approbation, but it really is incredible. And what you've done, I think, is remarkable, and I'm recommending it to everybody. And I thank you very, very much for joining us this morning. My pleasure. Thank you, Nahum. More coming up. It is a, a Thursday morning broadcast at JM and the AM. Check out the brand-new Tehillim. Rabbi Yosef Marcus from the Kahut Publication Society. You are listening to JM in the AM.